Welcome to Human First. My name is David Tilston, and this podcast explores the methods, habits, and processes which allow us to excel as human beings. My aim is to utilize the experience and knowledge of experts from a wide range of different fields and to translate these into easy to follow principles that can be adopted by you to improve your life and those around you. In today's episode, I welcome my good friend and coach, Miguel Santana. Miguel is a professional hand balancer from Brazil who was taught around the world and is now based in Hong Kong at his studio Invert. His mission as a teacher is to inspire his students to develop a clear understanding and commitment to excel in their hand balance practice. This discussion really gets into the details about how to progress any skill regardless of what it is. Let's get into it. Miguel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, David. Welcome, man. It's um, it's good to have you on from Hong Kong. Obviously, it's nice and early yeah, in the UK. <laughs> a little bit warmer, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Obviously, for those that don't know you, it'd be good to go into your background, experience, and what you're doing now, just so they know what a hand balancer is. Um, I started my hand balance journey ten years, just a little bit over ten years ago, uh, back in New Zealand. Um, it started as just because I had a acrobat background and capoeira background, so um, that's how everything started. You know, it's everything a little bit sort of connected, and then uh, the handstand started to become a passion, and the acrobat started to disappear. And then, obviously, watching all the YouTube circus performers, always getting you know the inspiration from, and then it started to shift to hand balance ten years ago, and and yes. And then 10 years later, here we are in Hong Kong, um, full-time teachers for the last nine years and based now in Hong Kong and have my own studio here that I teach handstand with uh, some of my students also teaching handstand here. And yeah, in the meantime, not traveling anywhere, just stays here doing my thing, teaching, training, happy here, you know, happy that I can still teach and teaching online as well. Um, yeah, very good. What made you choose hand balancing over everything else as well, Miguel? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I didn't choose, you know, I, I didn't say, okay, today I'm going to do handstand. I would, and just handstand was like, because I was doing capoeira with my capoeira teacher, you know, just two times a week. And then two times a week, I would go to open gymnastics where you just, is open, you just do whatever you feel like. And then, you know, it's slowly, as I said, you know, you're watching the videos, you're getting more interested. You go to Capoeira, you want to train handstand, you go to the acrobat, you know, to the open gym, you're finding yourself training handstand. And it, it, it sort of fades away, you know, the, the, all the other stuff starts to fade away slowly until it becomes uh, just handstand. I don't necessarily say I peak him balancing, but it's just slowly became a full-time thing. I was challenging me enough, was in, it was inspiring me enough, was I was just took over my mind and and that's all I wanted to do. It didn't go like a, from one month to other. I was it was like you just see things disappearing slowly. And it was a good probably six months until I was fully hand balancing the transition 
It's just yes. amazing. Why do you pick, you know, I went from completely dynamic practice to a static practice. And I mean, I was a little bit stubborn, you know, I was like, I really want to learn because it was beating me so much. You know, it was like, you know, in acrobats, you can learn quite quickly-ish um, once you have a little foundation. But handstand was just, was just keeping me busy enough. Did you find in capoeira there were forms of inversions in that? So cause some, uh, I'm guessing some people aren't aware of what capoeira is. And obviously the mix between like martial arts and movement and music is, is a huge element of it. It is. I don't, I don't say it completely translate one to other like 100%, but I had the confidence, you know, of getting upside down and throw myself upside down and get back up and throw myself upside down and back up, you know, because that's what couple of it is. You're on the ground, they go up, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, when it comes to that, that, that was, a, was a great thing to have, you know, because if you do start him dancing and you're scared from, to fall and you're scared to keep doing the same thing over and over again, I mean, it, it won't help so much, you know? You, you pretty much stand up from zero, zero, zero. But once you have that acrobat background, that confidence, that awareness, the body awareness, you know, and you have that drive, you know, that repetition, that's what it takes. So, Do you think the, the fear of falling is one of the big things that holds a lot of people back with handstands, especially in the early stages? Is one of, is one of. But another one would be people don't like, especially my method, you know, the, the, the idea that I have, with hand balance is like repetition of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's another thing that holds people back. They they start, you know, one month, two months, three months, four months, or even a year. Or you know, it's like a one arm handstand is even two years, and then they they get yourself disappointed and then they, they the motivation drops and and then stop them from learning more, you know. They just stop a little bit too soon that's a two huge factors i think that stop people from yeah and a lot sometimes a mix of information you know the student keep mixing information so much that they get nowhere and just the, the inspiration dies there and then they stop practicing yeah like taking information from different teachers and then confusing themselves because they're doing one cue but then using another cue yes i think yeah i think a mix of information leads you to a mix of ending you know like you know you want to go to london but then you want or you know like so many ways to go but mm-hmm. because you get in so many ways the more ways you get the fear there's a way london will be and you know and people don't have the gas to get all the way through it you know even that, you know, you see a lot of students come and go. And um, I understand my, my, the way I teach, the way I train, it's not the most exciting way. But you see a lot of students that came and go and they're still the same. And those ones that is hanging around, it's like, Vroom! you know. It's once you pass that, that stage, that excitement of doing cool things every day and you land that, what it takes you have to do over and over again of the same stuff. I think it becomes very smooth and then it doesn't matter anymore how long you 
you train, you know, because you know that it's just going to be reps, reps, reps up, you know. So how would you describe your method? You would say it's based on repetition? Yeah, the core of my method is just foundation work. It's literally just foundation work. It's just reps after reps. We have a standard. We have the foundation. We have a stand off the foundation. And good luck. you got to master those. You know, one of my students today in the park, he's like, oh, my God, it's crazy that first time that I came to you, I want to land one arm handstand, and here we are. Uh, I said, no, you're going to do the, the one arm handstand soon. We're going to start work on it. And then he was like, ooh, okay. Um, and then I said, the day you make this easy stuff consistent, we start the one arm. He's like, easy? No way. <laughs> no way. And I said, okay, so the day you call this easy, we start the one arm handstand. So, yes, it's it can, it can, you know, you know, you know, David, how mm. I work. It, it's, it's very simple. It's too simple, actually, that it becomes too boring for a lot of people, you know. I've seen how important that has been over the years because that, that foundation, especially when, say, you've got quite a busy life, if you don't have those foundations within, say, your handstand practice or any practice, any, any form of training, you need some very simple methods to go back to. And for me as well, like put me on the wall. I remember coming to where your your brother was staying in in London in back in 2015 or 16. I was like, I want to learn the one arm. And you went, <laughs> I remember we did this session and you put me on my one arm. I went, there's your one arm, put me back. And then I realized there was so much that needed to happen before I got anywhere near that. And And even now working on these things with you, it's just, it's huge. The amount of stuff that needs to happen, developing foundations and entries, just working into it, split, straddle, tuck, all of these things. And then you realize that, oh yeah, okay, alignment was key because why was I even thinking about this before the rest was done? That's what you're saying, David. You know, I get so frustrated for the student when they leave and I'm like, man, you just didn't hang enough just to, to be able to see the amazing stuff these will create later. You know, like, is is, you know, I want to prepare you to have a, is the plane with a full tank. What's the point? Have a beautiful plane, not gas in it. A collectional car that's just sitting there. You boy, great. But you can't get off the garage. You know, like, I want to work the foundation so you can go around. And it, it, you can go more. So when you go to, no matter where you go, you're going to feel comfortably on skiing to practice foundation no matter where you go will be foundation man that's the thing it's humbling it's nice to watch it, it takes you common sensely to the next level yeah and like you said a lot of people do give up i remember i i've taught stuff over the years with not just handstands but like different methods and i've had a few people turn up and say yeah why are we doing the same thing again i'm like because you didn't get it last time so what what we tend to think we do and what our teacher sees can be sometimes very different because you think, oh, this is good. I've nailed it. And then they go, no, 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 no. This is a long journey. I know, um, and Nick openly said this to me, is like, he'd been balancing for, say, 10 years and you put him back on the wall and the alignment improved. And he openly said this on online as well, like he's still learning these basic things. Back on the wall, alignment improves, goes back, does a one arm, hits 15, 30 seconds. You know, a lot of the time, and I think every teacher doubt themselves. I had to say a lot, 
a lot of people have achieved my goal, my ideal in balancing. In two hands, in one hand, you know, I'm very grateful. And, and you know, when you start, you, you don't know where you're going. But when you have done with so many students, it works. Man. And it's beautiful to watch. You know, we have so many teachers out there doing great job. Um, I'm just happy, you know, I'm just glad I'm going to keep going strong, you know, because when you, you're newer, you keep changing things. But now it's so solid, so solid, the idea of what hands stand is for me and what's my method ideal. And that's what I'm going to share forever. Keep going, holding my student back, you know. I don't want my student just be able to do, do a press to handstand, call themselves a professional hand balancer. You know, like, yes, we always going to be a beginner. Uh, you know, that's what I say. Guys, don't call yourself advanced. You know, advanced is, uh, it means a lot. So, yeah, you can have advanced practice, but when we come here, you know, we want to be in the same boat. Mm. I practice with my students. We own the same boat. I feel terrible myself in my own practice. Even that doesn't look for you. So are you the best in all? No, I'm not, man. I'm, I'm far and far and far and far and far and far. Yes, I'm happy what I have achieved, but in my own head, I'm far to be comfortable in my handstand. You know, in my own battle, you know, the one I'm in. Stand. The skills that I train every day. I mean, my practice haven't changed for the last years and years. I'm still not comfortable in them. Oh, but... I can't do that. I can't do. Yeah, I can't. I can't even do what you think I can. <laughs> That's a good say. I can't do what you think I can. I can't, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. But that's the mindset that an Olympian or someone or any high level takes forward is that they are always developing. That they're never quite happy with. There's a difference, I think, between being content and wanting to develop. So you're content you're happy with where you are but you know you still need to keep putting the work in still need to develop um you're not getting pissed off every day where you're saying oh my practice is crap but what you are saying is yeah yeah i've got to where i am but there's a lot there's a long way to go uh, i still need to work on quite a few things always a beginner buddy always a beginner as uh, always is you know the student asked me um yeah what class should i go you should go to the beginner ones because that's where you're going to get the most. You know, so I'm putting online coaching together. What would you think would be the most expensive, for example? Of course. The beginner, the intermediate, or the advanced? Which one? You're going to go beginner. <laughs> but do you think most people will say that? No, they'll think advanced, but they, they've skipped the major steps. They skip the foundations. Yeah, they're going to think, oh my God, if the beginner is 200 pages and $200, the advance is going to be 500 pages and $500. No, it's going to be the other way around. It's going to be 100 pages and $100. And the beginner will have 500 pages and $500. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's the main thing, man. It's always good to go to beginner class. If I get out to land handstand from other teachers, I will go to the beginner class myself. I want to know where they come from, what's their language, what, what is the, the concept. I'm not just go, oh, I'm a Javon, so I'm going to go to 
to land the one arm hop. No, I want to see how they hold the hands. Then I want to see where's the body, what's the position she like. That's what I, I, I'm interested about. Because if I understand that, I mean, when it gets to the point that we're going to learn more high-end skills, I know the teacher that I'm learning from. You know, like, I don't, like, literally, David, you know, like, I don't understand why people want to call themselves advanced. I don't understand why you want to go to advanced class. Man, if you want to know about the teacher, learn, go to the beginning stuff. You need to learn the vocabulary. Is what I can offer. Man, my course is going to have 100 pages, man, of the beginner course. But it's going to have everything I believe in. Everything. The intermediate stuff is not theory. The advanced stuff is nothing to say. It's nothing to say. It's just exercise to do it. You know what I mean? Because you already know the alphabet. You're basically saying, uh, from, from my perspective, that the beginner's course gives you the tools. The advanced course just shows you how to use them. That's it. That's it. The more letters you know, the more words you're going to build, right? Mm -hmm. No, you want to know the words. No, I can't teach words, man. I'm going to give you the letters and that's the words you're going to work for. You know, it's the easiest part. Yeah, I think it's like anything. I'm sure in Capoeira, it was the same. I mean, from my martial arts journey, it was the same. It's like posture, footwork, basics. We're talking in general here, David. Not just to hand balance, but we need to have someone to say it, you know, to wake people up in, in a humbling way. People say like, oh, Miguel, I never do endurance. Two-minute hold? Oh, what hand balance is? Hand balance is hold the hand stand. Hold 30 seconds? I mean, I'm a advanced. I hold 30 seconds. I want to learn when I'm hand stand. Man, 30 seconds. I mean, it's great, David. I'm not saying it's not. It's amazing. It's amazing, but... Yeah, that's, that's your standard, though, as well, isn't it? I mean, you... Something I've noticed with your practice um, and your teaching method, which which I enjoyed, was staying in one spot for a long period of time and as a warm up, and endurance holds are there. And it's like, yeah, two minutes. I remember the first practice, the first week I did with you in London. Um, I started the week on forty seconds and I left the week at two and a half minutes. And you were like, stay there, don't move. And I remember you just grabbing my legs. I was like, Miguel, my hands aren't even on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I was rough back then, you know. It does work. It hurts, but it does work. It, if I have one week to show you what it's about, that's how I'm gonna do it. But if I do have, I know you're gonna be my regular for for a life to come. Of mm. course, it's gonna be stretched out in in the method, you know. But yeah, it's frustrating when you you watch professional imbalance do a thirty seconds routine and come down. And then randomly they do another second, another set that doesn't even nothing align. It goes from one end to the other like a crazy, you know, like they start with, for example, they start the practice right away with five seconds straddle and then five seconds straddle, full, full, and then they come down. And the mm. next minute they're wearing figure, flag, figure, flag. And, and then they go back to straddle diamond you know it's just like a, it just goes crazy you know yeah i see this in um i see this in different things as well like for instance like crossfit they obviously they're looking for inversions but they they want to walk on their hands so they feel they need to move all the time 
but that static work's really important. And the other thing as well, I just thought about, do you think the longer holds really, if you think of hand balancing as a performance art, people needed to be on the canes for five minute sets, 10 minute sets, entertaining people. To comfortably do that, to, I mean, to do a hand balance performance is, is tough, man, because you have the pressure. If you do a, a figure in, in, a, in a performance, when you train, you should do 10 figures, you know? I mean, it's just great to have this sort of talk, you know, David. So people out there get to see a little bit some ideas that they don't see through Instagram, you know? Like, I never share myself, my thoughts in my post. My post is the boring one. It's just a pretty handstand photo. And that's what it is. You know? Yeah, I always find it hard to communicate this stuff on social media because if, if you say some of these things, it's very hard to articulate them the way you want them to because when we have this conversation, it's very obvious that you implement those strategies to improve the practitioner's practice. It's not just there as an ego trip to say, my method is this, so you must do this because the Miguel method is the best. It's, it's not, it's because it works. You've seen it work with other people. Because I was going to say, how many times, I don't think people are aware of this, how often you trained and how many hours you put into your practice? Because what was it, six days, six hours a day? Back then, back then was, I mean, all you do these days, of course, I'm, I got to make a living. I'm growing up, you know, you have married, family to look after. It's not as much, but yeah, you, you have days that you practice five hours six times a week, seven times a week. Um, now it's, it's much less, two, three hours. We just went to the park, we just went two hours. And then most people say two hours. Wow, that's a lot, never gonna do that. But you know, that's what it takes. First hour, you're just getting warm. First hour, I always find that first hour, I'm all over the place, things are working themselves out. And it's like, oh, now it's starting to, I feel the shoulders, they're starting to burn a bit and I feel like I'm, I've warmed up. I think it's needed and it's very easy to go through. I did a workshop yesterday and that was, again, a beginner's workshop, foundation work on the wall, um, transitions, this sort of stuff. We did four hours and by the end of it, everyone went, what, that was four hours? That went so quick. If people really love the practice, really want to learn, they will find very fast. But those ones that they're not listening what they want to get, is it becomes boring, you know? It's just you leave just way too early, you know? Um, as you say, yes, I've seen a lot of people and I know it works. It does work, but for the, the disciplined ones, you know, to the ones that really want to believe in the teacher and, and not just want to be cool for Instagram and blah, blah, blah. Yeah? You see with any developing curve, when you learn a new skill, it goes up very quick. So you see big, big developments. And I find this as well, when people start to level off, when that curve starts to flatten out, when they think, am I developing or am I not? And then I have a bad week because just like anything, just because it's handstands doesn't mean it's different to anything else. You're going to have good days and bad days. Yeah. It's so for man, this him balances a lifestyle. I don't want to use this word, but I dislike, and it's a little bit disappointing when a hand balance practitioner or someone that trains then says, or today's a good day, today's a bad day. Oh, I can't do on the good days. Oh, I can't do that one. Oh, oh I did before, but I can't, you know, 
it doesn't matter. Good day, bad day. Good day, bad day. You can do that. Can and do that. Oh, I'm getting better. I'm not getting better. I'm not progressing. Uh, or something. It what? It doesn't matter. Especially if you have a teacher. I mean, if you have a teacher and you have the those thoughts, I don't know, man. I don't know. The teacher is doing something that's not what I believe in. Man, you go there. You have the program. You do your best. That if it's good, if it feels good, if it doesn't feel good, you did your best. You finished the program. Yeah. How can it be a bad day? You did the program. Oh, but I can't do the program. Oh, so something wrong with the teacher. They're giving <laughs> the wrong program. Like I did my practice. I don't feel great. No, I don't. But it doesn't matter. Tomorrow I do it again. So why would yeah. you be upset for just those few hours that it's going to screw the rest of your diet? Don't worry. You're gonna be. You're just gonna do it again the following day. It's not something you know. You're gonna have to wait a month to try again. No. So build a, a bridge and get it over. That's how they say in Australia. And I'm, I'm sure you knew that going through your practice when you were doing say six days a week, six hours. I mean, when you train to that level, there is pure determination that's getting you through that as well. Because there was a point where you probably felt I'm tired, but I'm gonna keep going because that is what I do. I'm going to balance. I have to say to you, man, I have to say to you, <laughs> what I'm devising now is, is serving for, to my own self back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm just trying to open some people out that was yeah. me years ago. Don't do that. Don't screw your day. Don't be mad at your girlfriend. Don't be mad at life. <laughs> it's okay. Tomorrow you're going to do better. Oh, you're going to try your best again. You know, like I was, I was like, I want to land. I was so selfish. I stubborn, right? Come on. You know, like this is a device that was served to my own self. You know, I learned the old school way, man. You know, everything that I learn and I teach and what I say, what I speak is through my own mistakes. Literally, 100%. I'm not the study guy. I don't go online and keep searching things and do course here, do course that, do course here. It's purely me doing wrong and wrong and wrong until I learn. And then I, okay. And through my own experience and sharing with, training with people all over the world. And, and that's, that's my thing. So it becomes one thing that I believe in and I share. And of course, over the years, we'll keep involving, but the core if you land with me five years ago and land with me, of course it's a little bit different, but the core of the, 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 the idea of the method is still foundation, foundation, repetition, hold, hold. <laughs> do it again and do it again and get over your mood because we do it again and, oh, Miguel, why, why? It's not getting better. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. Go again, you know? And I think that's why you resonated with me as a teacher because coming out of the military environment, no one, no one cared what day you've had. It's, it was very much a, a case of you have a bad day, you wake up and it's like, oh, having a bad day, are we? Do it anyway. And it was literally that perspective because if you're in conflict, no one cares. No one cares. The enemy doesn't care if you're having a good day. Oh, oh we'll just we'll stop shooting at you because you're having a bad day. Sorry, mate. You're going to perform here in balance. Can you imagine you're going to teach a workshop and you need to demonstrate the skill that you're teaching? Uh, no, sorry. I can't do that one just on the good day. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> and that's another thing that stops people a lot is the mentality, is yeah. the expectation, is the, is the point, is the get yourself a coach, man. If you can, 
Oh, but I cannot afford a coach. Yes, you can. Because a hand balance coach, you don't have to see once a, a week, not 10 times a week. You need to see once a month or cannot afford once every second month. Or you can afford just once a year. That's okay. Because one hour with a coach can do a lot, David. It can change a lot. It can change. My coach, I learned from him once, and that's about it. He changed my life. And that was Claude. Yeah, it was Claude, the only coach that I said. And I was already a, a professional hand balancer because I was making a living doing handstand only. So that's why I call myself a professional because that's what I do. I mean, if I'm not professional, who would be then? You know what I mean? Not because I can do one arm handstand, I'm going to call myself a hand balancer. A lot of people, that's another thing, you know, like people get scared to call themselves a hand balancer. Well, why? Why not? Why not? You don't need to do an arm to call yourself a hand balancer, you know? So, yeah, he changed my life and it was one month. I was with him for four weeks and um, he opened my eye. He humbled me up. You know, respect your practice. Start, finish. Not, not, not swearing when you do a mistake. It's amazing how someone can just, like you said about having a coach, if you get that little bit of inspiration, or a little bit of guidance, if you're willing to put the work in with that guidance, it can take you through a lifetime. These days, David, these days you can learn with anyone, especially because everyone is coaching online. And man, there's no excuse. Oh, but I'm from India or I'm from Brazil. I cannot afford it. Yes, you can. Man, I couldn't afford either. I couldn't afford I'm a gardener. Man, I work at a minimum age literally cutting grass for people and i can't oh but i'm from this place man i'm from this place too and i've seen it you just want to do it today is so it's so much more accessible it's crazy and i don't understand why is there excuse oh but i don't like online i don't believe in online oh you don't you missing out badly because my most potential student learned 100 with me online and in 10 years coaching, nine years coaching, what happened in two years coaching full-time online, I haven't seen in, in the rest of coaching person. It's crazy. And again, coaching online is even better because you just get the ones that really willing to do the work, really willing to do the program. Days after days, good days, bad days, they do it, they do it, they do it. They come in, they get the review, they get the education of the teacher and they put in the practice, mm. you know, so they not just learning how to practice the handstand, but also what to look in the handstand. When you train in person, you know nothing what the teacher is doing. You know nothing. You think that you're picking up the brain, but the teacher is spotting you most likely. And it's, again, come to another thing, is spotting him back the student is not the best method to teach. If you go to private class, the, for your teacher to hold you up, you, you're losing your time. I mean, it's good to do a little one or two in that, but Claude Victoria touched me once, man. Well, He was there like cross arm like that, do it again, do it again. He didn't even say the word, do it again. I mean, I couldn't even understand him. <laughs> yeah, because I speak, I, I could badly speak a little Spanish and he too, his main language French, my main language Portuguese. He don't speak English. 
It was like a, a, a mismatch of a few words that we can pick up and a lot of body language. I was just looking at his face. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, um, so there you go. Man, I've heard this story from so many coaches. Is in like, from their own experience, they'd have a foreign teacher. And I remember Angelo telling me this about um, Master Anoida, uh, who was teaching him from Japan. And he'd just come over and he said, you know you've done okay if he went, hmm. He'd just literally come over and go, hmm. And they walk off. And he said, that's how you knew you'd had a good one. Otherwise, you just come over, look at you, and then walk away. And you'd go, is it good? Is it, was that right? And then you just do it again and again and again and again. And I think a lot of us give up because we're expecting to see something too quick. We're expecting to see perfection, which doesn't exist anyway, but we're expecting to see that in a week because our culture has programmed us to think, yep, because I can go online and get an instant search result on Google. You don't get a Google search result with handstands or... So funny you saying that you don't get result from Google. <laughs> I have a, one guy that he came to a private. He like he got a private and then he actually said, oh, because I, 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 I mentioned something the way I want to do. He's like, oh, so Google, been, he actually said the, <laughs> the Google has been telling me wrong the whole time. <laughs> maybe you were searching the wrong Google buddy <laughs> yeah if you have the teachers that's their own teacher why you know my is not the best my is not but when you walked in this door yes you're going to be doing my way my beliefs you know I, I dedicate my life into it and man I can help you but you need to stick with me for a little bit wow you know, it's fine to just come and go, but man, doesn't matter who walk into the door, Dave, I give you my 100% and I give you like you're going to stay with me forever. Yeah, it's a shame 80% of the time because that's what happened. 80% of the students just come and go. But uh, yeah, I still give my 100%, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, people may ask like how long is enough and I, I mean my response to that would be never really if you want to keep developing a good teacher is someone who's continuing to focus on their own practice whilst they're teaching you so you're gonna if you stay with a good teacher they're gonna develop every single year and they're gonna give you things that you can work on even if your skill level starts to creep up and you get better but they're still developing and that's an important thing to look for in a teacher in my perspective I definitely I 100% agree with you you know like um when you say what's a good teacher for you, I mean, it's someone that's going to make you a beginner in every single class. It's the one that you never know what you're going to get in class. You know, like, it's that one that is always mad at you because you're not, you're not training enough. And it's that one that when they say very nice, it's the best thing ever. That's, that's the, you know, is the teacher that put the work himself or if he don't do, he done it before, you know. Uh, yeah, he's a teacher that talks with passion, that has means behind the words. Not just talk, you know, actually do. You've highlighted how important experience is. And I think this is, this is something you see a lot with, not to say that there's no benefit in this, but there's a lot of, um, how would you say, life coaches in their early 20s. And you think, how can you be a life coach in your, your early 20s? I mean, you may be able to offer some benefit, but experience is so important so if you went to someone in the 60s they they've had 
40 years more of, of this experience. Or if they've put 10,000 hours into a practice, call it handstands or anything, they can turn around and say, I've tried this, that doesn't work. And this does work. And I know this because not only from my own practice, but from teaching others. And that's why it's so, so key. It's, it's a tough one, you know, like, especially when, when we have discipline that we work on stuff that is never master. Uh, I'm very lucky, David, and I'm grateful every day that when I started, people did give me a goal. I was like, oh, I know this guy can handstand and he mm. started teach. Oh, let's, let's find out. And I'm very lucky that I developed there in the real world, on the real world, on site, you know, like, it's like, a, you know, it's like you using military sort of example. It, 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 how much can you train yourself to go to war if you... I got, I got through on the wall right away. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> boom, and then go, survive, you know? And yeah. after many war, you learn one thing or two. And yes, yes, I do highly recommend if you get inspired by someone just starting, give a go, give a go. But yes, if you do have opportunity to have someone that's more experienced, of course, it's just common sense here. But I don't want to describe the ones that knew in, in, the, in the industry. Yeah, of course. But because I was that one day. And I'm giving opportunity to my students to start as well. So yes, I, I recommend my own students, hey, go and try. You know, you might as well, if you're training at home, you know, you're around, come and train with Yes, I don't, I'm not going to say for you to do five times a week, but give a go. It's not that I'm scared, oh, it's going to take my students. My, my only student is going to take my <laughs> It's not about that. I think it's, it's for everyone out there, man. I think as, if you're a new practitioner as well or a new coach, it's also important to, I mean, for me personally, when I was teaching yesterday, I said I learned this skill from... Miguel, or I may have seen someone else said, "Oh, have you tried this skill?" And it, I, I always try and reference people. I think I think it's a nice thing to do. I think it's a credible thing to do to say, maybe I'm not as experienced in this bit, but but I have learned this from the experience of, and I've been taught this by because it only, in my opinion, builds more credibility for yourself. It, it, it's an honourable thing to do, in my opinion. Um, and you're referencing a teacher that's given his time and his practice and his um, is knowledge to you to pass on. You're just passing, you're just a conduit of information. You're just passing it on each time. I got the same, David. I got the same. I don't, I don't want to say the, the progression P3, you know. I didn't create that. I, I'm not the creator of handstand, man. I'm not creator of handstand. I'm creator of a group of ideas that I believe in through my own experience and I call my method. I didn't create handstand, man. No way. You know, I create the group of progressions that I use in this method. I'm the one that put together. I wanted this one called P1. I want to, I didn't create the progression. This is not thick. It's not my position. Oh, straight handstand. I don't even want to call that hollow handstand my creation. I don't want to call that. I don't want to have that. Oh, it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my method. It's my method. No, it's my, my, it's not. Call yourself my method. You have a method is one thing. And call that you have, you create a skill. Is I think it's two different things. 
you know i i never ever said this is my position i create this position this progression i create this drill no i didn't create nothing man i didn't create nothing but i put together a group of exercise skills through my own eyes through my own advice i made that group of skills my method and that's what i'm soon offering to the world so you're going to be able to really pick my brain that's like being a, a workman we come back to the tools the use of tools that's like saying i created the hammer <laughs> you're not saying that what you're saying is this is the way i use it because it works simple as that it's simple as that it's so you know the more the more experience that you become it, it's the easiest for you to to pass or to give the wrong message in st- uh, stuff like that you know a lot of people that pick on me they pick on me because i don't know man i, I mean I'm, I'm not focusing what who is speaking on me i'm just focused on what i do but it's very easy to, you, you, to get people pick on you you know you have to be careful what you say and that's why you know when i have opportunities like this i want to say yes guys this is not my progression this is just a group of stuff you know I want to be humble about it, you know. Um, so, and that's all I'm about. It's very easy to start pointing fingers and saying, this is like this and they're like this. So more time on your own stuff and intrinsic work, just get on with it. Just do it, like you said. I mean, just get on with the practice, keep your head down, do what you do and enjoy it. It's a human thing. Talk is sometimes, you know, like, oh, picking stuff. Yes, you have bad days. You know, you have those grumpy days. If you personally ask me, what I think about that personally, personally, yeah, yeah what your true opinion about that in between us, you know, I, in the mean way, if you, you if you hang around me, I, I'm not the teacher that talk too much about, about other teachers. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have their own and great. Oh, Miguel, what do you, but if you honestly ask me, what do you think about that? I can honestly between us tell you what i think about that not that i'm putting anyone down but in the end of the day yes i do focus more on myself more on my work more on make my students happy and educate them as much as i can than than screwing up on my instagram thinking what is good and what's bad and you know uh oh these guys faking handstand oh these guys no blah 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 all that i'm out of that 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 thing yes sometimes you get in without wanting to be in but it's nothing I can do. I don't fit that, you know, because, you know, it happened before. People pick on me. People, man, pick on me. That means I'm doing something right. We're human beings, though. We're human beings with individual approaches, and we all see the world differently. So there is nothing, and this is why I think in this last two years, especially online and just the world in general, the way things have been, um, opinions opinions are okay like it's okay to have an opinion about something and it doesn't mean it's right or wrong it's an opinion it does you're not going to upset people you shouldn't be what what one person says is just what's coming out of their mouth it's the way we interpret it that matters exactly exactly uh, i mean when you have a conversation with yeah it be in an interview with a different opinion is one thing but when for example, I, in most of my cases, when I'm sharing your opinion, it's, 
is him balance opinion. You in my own house asking about how I run my house, how I put my fingers in. Of course, I will say, <laughs> you know, everything else is not right. You know, not this is how I want it. That's it. Yeah. You know, no, Miguel, but that's that. No, this is my house. You don't tell me what's better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, oh, it's not the right way, but this is the way here. You know what I mean? You need that on a T-shirt for your studio. My house, my rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Like, hey, guys, yes, I do understand that. But, you know, respectfully, you say, but that's how we do here. No, but why you like like that? And that's another one that is, you know, often come But why? What, man? You want to make me mad? You ask me why I do this way? <laughs> My teacher would just like, I mean, I wouldn't even be asked in the first place, you know? Um, but yeah, that's another thing, you know, like as we're talking about this uh, subject, you know, being a good student, you know, like, man, if you're going to go to a teacher, why are you going to go to ask him why? Why you think you need to understand? You that to learn, and if the teacher that is sharing something is because it's the order that you want make you to learn. You know, you don't let the teacher is teaching A and you asking a Z question. You know, but why Z is the last one? <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, gotta trust a little bit. Not wise, not bad. But but David Houston House have leather couch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford leather. <laughs> IKEA, mate. IKEA. He got IKEA. You're right. But why you want to have you know black couch when blue couch is nicer? You know. Yeah. I listened to a, a podcast years ago, and Ido was on there and he was saying there's loads of courses to be teachers but no courses to teach you how to be a good student student is someone that is learning teacher is someone that's passing information on to be a good teacher you still have to be a student exactly man i mean uh, i can't say that i have too much too much experience my own self as a student i i, I truly can't you know like I can say what is a true, a good student to my own experience watching the student working. But in my own perspective, I can't truly say I'm a great student my own self. Because what I share is, is again, was a selfish thing from me that I shut myself in a room and I did over and over again, have an idea what I want to do watching others watching others so it's pretty much a self-training and then after i have this strong opinion and how do things and then i met clovitoria i think i was a good student of my own self because i went to his house i eat his food i you know i respect man he, he man, I, you can't even wash plates for him because it's a particular way to do it. and i'm like okay Man, I was a, prof a professional, a professional grass gardener. Yeah. And then I, I offered myself to cut his lawn. And then there he is teaching me how he wants to cut his lawn. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> it's okay, his you lawn. You want me to go this way? For, because yeah. it's his lawn. I'm on the, his house. Yeah, yeah. So in that point, I, I think even that was hard for me, 
like, oh man, old man, I've been doing this, I know. <laughs> but I was on his house. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. you want me to go that way? I'm gonna do that way because I want to be a good student here. And he's much older than me. So it doesn't matter what I know. He, I mean, back home, if you're the old brother, you know more than the younger one. It doesn't matter if he's right or wrong. You're the youngest, you know nothing. The oldest know more. <laughs> so in that point, I, I believe I was a good student because I, I respect his house. I, I, I did his own way. He, of course, in the first days, you, you, you're battling, you know, it's a battle. Um, but you learn that he don't want me to speak when I do this. He don't want me to open my knees before the jump. He, he don't want me to just come down and stand from nowhere. He don't want me to swear. He don't, okay, okay, I'm getting it. By the second week, it was the way he wants me to be because, of course, I wasn't great student the first week. Man, I don't even know this old man, you know. Um, I was trying to learn his things, and I never, I had level of hand balancing. Mm-hmm. you know so I already have a strong opinion how it should be done but then yeah and then someone just come and tell you that you're doing it all wrong and you have to do like that but I still accept that I'm still doing his own way and I still up to date doing a lot of this stuff in my own practice that would make you know Chloe Dorn very proud and that's all my goal I mean I work for my teacher I'm kind of a student that I'm loyal you know, if I find a coffee shop, I'm going to go to the coffee shop the rest of my goddamn life. <laughs> I'm like that. Um, you know, yeah. I will be knowing local because I go back to the coffee shop the same and I will be with my teacher forever. Yes, I think it's okay to learn from other teachers. To a sort of degrees, yes. To a sort of degrees, yes. But I learned from Claude in 2014, we in 2021, nearly 2022. Mm. I never have anyone else telling me how they want me to do it since then. So is there a couple of teachers there, maybe one or two, that want to go and learn the alphabet and expose after? Man, it's been seven years nearly. I mean, six, seven, it's going to be eight years. I mean, it's a long time you know i mean there's something i've experienced like i have my teachers um you being one of them and i can witness other people training like i've got good friends um i was with john john last at the weekend top top guy really nice guy as well um and you pick things up and it's like sometimes he's like oh he'll do something it's like oh that's interesting i mean my teacher is i have my teacher so that doesn't change but you can still experience things i think what happens is people it's like they give equal bandwidth to all of these different people and it makes them more confused so i think the value of having a method and following a method for a long period of time with a particular teacher they have a plan for you they they know where you're going they've seen your journey where you've come from and they know where you can go but if you start to digress then you, one teacher thinks, I don't really know you, so I think you should be going here, and then you just get confused. So I think the value of keeping the same teacher is, is huge, and because it's just, it's just good to have that as well. It's nice to have, you check in, we, we check in, we did, we did a bit of time apart as, as you would do anything in Hong Kong, but I'm still practicing six months, six months on the same program. Cracked on, kept doing it, came back, brilliant. Month, check in again, see you in a month. And that's what's so important.
That's exactly what you say, David. I I hundred percent agree with you. You know, like if you're not going too far from the core math from your main teacher, mm-hmm. I think it's okay to explore the surroundings. But okay, if you're so that serious into your path and you're really a good student, loyal student, I mean, I, mean, I don't even need to advise because you you're not gonna go too far. And you're not going to attract those ones that too far anyway. It's hard to say this thing these days. You know, I don't want to make people dislike me because I have a such a strong opinion. and so straightforward. I'm, I'm old school, you know. I don't want to make anyone unhappy and disappointed about what I believe in. Um, but, yeah, I'm always going to have that idea when it comes to, yes, I'd rather have one teacher. I would yeah. rather you, you pick your, your teacher wisely than just keep, yeah, it's okay to go around, but you're not going to grow as much as you would with one teacher. Yeah, you've, you've got your core. Your core is with... with your uh, core is your person. heart, man. Your heart, without your heart, people want to start to have the legs before they do a, a little heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they want to go to other body. Yeah, and I think that talking about online as well, something I've experienced is... Um, especially in the last two years, like the last time we sort of uh, hang out, I got got to spend time with you in Bali, and that was incredible. I loved Bali. I'd, oh, I'd go back there now, um, but it was just so good to spend that time. But obviously, with the whole pandemic environment as well, you end up actually thinking, I want to go and hang out with some other hand balancers because I haven't seen a hand balance. I've been training on my own for. 12 months and I haven't done a handstand with someone and then you start to find a little community where you live and it it feels good it feels good to just hang out with other people that like doing the same thing that you do but you're not digressing you're not getting caught up with gimmicks you're still doing your practice just with other people I think it's nothing wrong with that and you know I had a little advice from my own experience saying when when you're hanging out with because most time it's just once Mm-hmm. Yes, if it's just around the neighborhood, your your country, you you regularly get together is it, one thing, is one advice. But if you in a traveling, you just see once, you know, get together, train, sh- you know, share your practice. But the less you talk about what furniture you put in your house and how you put it, the better will be. Is that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's pretty much talk what's right and wrong. So avoid those right and wrong. Avoid that. That's, I mean, unless it's someone that you know, and because that can be a little bit rubbed on the wrong way in a lot of ways. You know, you can get yourself like, why did I say that? Oh my God. And then the bad thing just goes on and on and, and then rubbed on the bad way. And then you're never going to train with that person again. You're never going to want to hang out with that person again. You're going to follow that person because it doesn't inspire <laughs> you anymore. You know, like, just share your practice, guys. Share your practice. Have fun. But don't tell your couch is better than your friend's couch. It's like today, man. It's going, that's a sad thing about today world, the way it's happening. You know, like, when it comes to the, uh, the vaccine, the pandemic, you know, doesn't matter what you like. The less you talk and the less you go deeper, the better it is. It's your body. I can't tell. I'm not going to say you're selfish if you don't want to do what I did myself. Yeah. You I know, agree. so it's the same when it comes to 
to to the self practice with someone else. Of course, now it's, if it's someone within your community, that's a different chat. There you're gonna develop more comfortable to talk. Oh, but I really like this, and oh, but and that's that's okay, you know. Yeah, and it comes back to the the whole aspect of being a human being is understanding we can spend time together if we have different views. That's okay. You just you can hang out. No one needs to agree with everything you think. Otherwise, we'd all be the same. You can hang out with the guy that learned from that guy. Or you can hang out with the guy that learned from that guy. And you guys, all together. it's fine. Mm. It's fine. But you're not going to go and hang out for the first time and say and be, bitch about that particular the way he's doing or the way the other guy is doing, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, and you, you might find, I mean, if you come back to a hand balance context, you may... I'm sure there's many um, high-level performers that have got very different ways of entering certain positions, but they're still holding like crazy, crazy positions. So someone's learned from that method, hey, works for you. I suppose the difference is, and this is what I've seen, if someone is not making progress using a particular method, one, have they given it enough time? But two, have they thought about maybe they need to change the way they are doing the method? or change the method itself. But that's always the, the challenge of a practitioner and why a coach is valid. A good coach can say, nope, more time needed, or actually you need a different method because it's better for your body. I have to say, David, 95% is just because no enough time. Yeah, I'd agree. And that 5%, it can go into that category where you say, no, this is not for your body. I really know that my method is not what's going to make you happy. Like sometimes, you know, students get personal and they like, they scared to leave because they're going to get mad. The teacher's going to get mad. And that. No, not at all. I have a student that trained with me for two years in a row regularly. Now they train a different method. And I'm absolutely happy for them because I know my method wasn't making them happy. So that's the case in there that, that the teacher actually being honest and say, man, I know you come in here, but I know you truly want something else. It's not easy. It's not easy because especially when you're a teacher that have a strong opinion that you believe you can help that person. It's the same when you, you're like a, you're like a, you always want a Ferrari, but you go to the Lamborghini to work at Lamborghini, you know? It's like you're there, you believe you're going to make good work, but you always want that, you know, and sometimes it's good, it's hard, but yeah. But again, that shows a great quality, in my opinion, of, of a human being and a coach is that, I mean, you can see this in relationships of any sort, uh, marriage, call it that, but we, maybe we're not good for each other anymore and I love you so much, you need to go, you need to do something else. It's not something you're going to see in the first month. It's not something you're going to see in the first year, perhaps. You know, it took, took me two years to, to be okay. Actually, that's what you like. That's what is, is going to make you happy. And then the year passed. Wow, I'm glad you left. Mm. I'm glad because I see you happy now. You know, you found something that you love. Yeah, it can happen and... It's not, I'm, I'm very lucky that the ones that stick with me, I know they like the training, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but again, it's just those 20%, you know, 80% still just 
come and go, come and go, come and go. So you, you, I can't talk about those 80% because I don't get to know them enough. If it's that's what you, they really want, you know, they really like, or they really want to be good at it, you know. But that's the apprentice approach. And I've talked about this in the past with people. It's like being the apprentice is actually something that's really rare now because you get the reason, season, or a lifetime perspective on people. Sometimes they come in, they, they grasp a concept, and they leave. That's okay. And some, sometimes people are there for a lifetime. So be it. There's so many options now, and it's hard. It's not, it's, and I, I don't think it's going to get easier. No. I don't think it's going to get easier because there's more people coming in, there's more people, you know. I don't think. What do you think about that? Because what I'm saying is more teacher coming in yeah. every day, yeah. more styles coming in every day. It's just more movement. It's too much going on. I think the people that know, they know. So what I mean by that is you know if you've got good coach to follow sometimes it takes a bit of time to understand that but i think you attract the student that is going to be there for a, for a good period of time the fitness world movement culture whatever whatever people want to call it is it's good i think that more people are moving that are getting attracted to these things but you need to find a credible coach and sometimes that's through word of mouth or just from talking to a teacher and spending time with them and time is a teacher in itself that's so good what you just said there. That's so good. And wow, that's amazing. Because like you said, the foundations, something that always attracted me to your work and, and a few others as well, is like they, they stripped everything back. They said, right, you need to go back and do these basics again because all of the advanced techniques, as, as Angelo has said to me many times through martial arts, the advanced techniques are, really, are merely the basics mastered. It's just the basics mastered. That's it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It comes down to those words right there. And that's, that's me. That's my method. <laughs> One of my students said, can you do this? He, he's still new into the training. He's still, I don't know if I like this guy. I don't know, you know, when talk to me, you know, he's new. He's like, he's trying me out. And then every time, every cut, Miguel, can you do this? Miguel, can you do this one? Oh Miguel, can you do this with me? And then the thing is, I want to humbly answer yeah, yeah. those. But when it's so much, I know when it's mean. so much, it's like, man, I'm not Superman. I'm a human being, you know? And I say today, Mike, what I do is what you see. That's all I do. But can you do this? <laughs> <laughs> the other day I got so annoyed because there was so many attacking, you know, it's like sometimes when it's too much, it's become as an attack. I say, oh, that was not very humble about it, but I have to say nothing humble about it. I was like, why would I crawl when I came run? <laughs> I was like, oh, shut up, Miguel. you don't want to sound like that. But I mean, it's again, you don't go to a teacher and just keep can you do this can you do that and man you know what you teach is do man you know what you teach is good at it you're not gonna ask to teach what he's not good at it's okay but ask is one thing but constantly oh but can you do this or can you do this i think it's because like you said people are people are feeling people out so it's like you, you get in the sports car and you go 
how fast can it go? Even though you never get there, you think, how can this do 200 mile an hour? Yeah, I'm only ever going to do 70 mile an hour. <laughs> Or seventy-seven plus two, um, in England. So it's um, but yeah, I I think it's people feeling it out. They want to see the long game. It's like how far ahead are you? Can you take me that far? And I was told this in workshops. Sometimes when you teach a workshop, do something incredible near the beginning, and then go right now. Get on with the really basic stuff. Just get on with it because, boom, boom, boom. Wow them a little bit, and then because because I think we want to see a journey I think we want to see that there's progress there um, and then maybe it comes back to our evolution where we want to spend time with someone that we we can have a relationship with for a long period of time I think if we don't see a progression we we see this with partners I think as well we're working each other out like when you first get together maybe for you and Elise and myself and Ellie like when you first get together you're sort of, you're going on your dates, you're seeing how things are, you throw a few things out and then throw a th- few things back. I'm not talking about furniture, but. <laughs> That's so good. Ideas. Um, and then you realize it's like, you, you realize you can spend a long period of time with this person because you enjoy, you enjoy their company, you enjoy their approach to life, you enjoy their perspective. Even sometimes if you don't agree on things, it's healthy to have that. And I think, this is maybe what we look for in coaches because I've been with my teachers. I've, I've, I've been with you for six years, isn't it? Five, six years. And then it's like, Angela, I've been with for 11 years and I have no intention to change that. So it could be 20 years, 30 years. The little testing period is sometimes, it's fun. People come in from different perspectives and different approaches to life. And I think when there's so much competition out there, maybe the, can you do this is a way of saying, oh, have you got longevity to your practice? Is it hollow? Is it an Instagram handstand or is it a real one? And I, th- I think it's credible to look at that sort of stuff. But again, there is a point where you just say, just get on with it. Because trust me, I know what I'm doing. Do the work. Exactly. And you just say what exactly happened to you. I, I made an example and you went on. And, uh, you know, in the end of the day, I told him, what? What's going to change? What is going to change? If I can do that, and then he's like, you know, but anyway, you know, like for those ones, all those listeners that listening and ever thought train with me, I'm a sort of coach, as David saying, I'm a long term coach, I'm reliable, even that I know time schedule stuff today, you know, I mean, for those ones that learn from, you know, can count on me, I would be always here. And you know, I'm not a sure thing. If you look to, to have one coach for life, I want to be that one. If you want to just try me out and you just those kind, you can try me out too. But if you're looking for those, for, for long-term thing, I'm a long-term thing, man. You know, all my relationship that I have is, is, you know, now I'm married. I go to the same coffee shop. I go to the same, you know, I'm, I'm those kinds. So I'm simple. I try to be as sound as possible when it comes to my own practice. I still a beginner. I still struggling like a, like a crazy. I'm not good at what I do. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, that's the advice that I would, I would share for those ones that maybe want to try me out. If you just like the cool, fun, fun stuff, I'm not for you. I'm yeah. sorry. You just give me another thought process actually then, Miguel, is that it's very... It, this happens a lot in life. You, you see people that want to attain high-level skills, and I call them high-level skills because 
they, they need a lot of time investment. I think that's what dictates normally high level skill is, is uh, constant adaptation and time. That's one of the most important things, just commitment to it. But looking too far ahead takes your mind off where you are now. So if you say, what skill can you do? Yeah, you can say, okay, that's brilliant. That's, that's, that looks incredible. But where are you now? Are you on the wall? Just focus being on the wall. How does it feel moving from one? I mean, this is what's been really interesting with block walking, what you said to me last month, trying not to shift, like just move really quick because you're missing steps. So if I was just focusing on, right, I want to do um, a one arm for one minute and then move to figure and then come back out of this. This is, I'm not there yet. Why am I looking where I'm not there? Focus on shift five fingers, three fingers, two fingers, one finger, and stay there. I'm looking at a point that has no relevance to my current journey, like where I am right now. That's another big mistake people do. That's another big mistake. Don't, just don't keep comparing yourself, man. It comes down, if you have a coach, just make this coach, work for your coach. Work for your coach. Work to make the coach, the coach last advice good. It is a simple stuff. I know it gets so wide and wild, you know, the hand balancing world, teaching world, and what is right and what's wrong. Who is the best? Who is not the good one? And, man, you know, in the end of the day, David, you know, we invert handstand studio here, and I will be here, man. If you want to learn handstand, when you come here, it's a particular way to do it. And we're going to do until forever. It doesn't matter how long we're going to do it. We're going to leave it. It's not how long we're going to do it. We're going to leave it. It's a different thing. Do it, leave it. <laughs> you know, I'm here. I'm, you know, you're going to get mad at me sometimes because sometimes the truth come off. You know, it's not filth in the mouth sometimes of the teacher. <laughs> and I think it's okay. It's a good quality and no quality to have. Sometimes you hurt people's feelings, but I'm not here to to put you down with the truth. I'm here to the truth lift you up. The truth that your core is weak and you need to do this is to lift you up. It's not to tell you that you need to lose weight and blah blah blah. It's not. It's not that. I'm just here to lift you up in every single way, in every single joke that I do. And maybe, you know, I have that, that way, you know, that, you know, you, I have my personality. Sometimes if people don't know me, they, oh, 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 this is all right. But I, in any way, ever, ever want to put down a studio when I say something that is not too nice. You know, sometimes people misunderstand what I say as well, because maybe, because I didn't have the time to think how I can say that nicely. To come here, Yes, I want to have you for life. I want to help as much as I can based on what I know and what I do and how I do. Um, I want to just lift you up in every way. If you're good, if you're bad, we're good. We're all good. We're all weak and we're trying to get better. <laughs> we all have bad days and good days, but that's it. We do the program, we train, we respect each other and that's it. It's as simple as that. What everyone else doing doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it's not good. It's good. It's bad. No, it doesn't matter. 
not every lesson in life is going to be an easy one and i think that's an important uh, concept to take through life is some sometimes if we reflect back on the things that we've learned the most from they're the ones that have literally like smacked us in the face because we have maybe we injured or broke our arm i mean i broke my arm when i was younger and i was like well, right that was a that was something that i could have improved on and but it took me to that point of risk taking or um i got caught speeding when i was younger driving a car very fast and that for me was a huge wake-up call because i i needed that lesson and that didn't come in 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 the shape of someone going do you know what you went a little bit too fast it came in the came through a, a court hearing and all this sort of stuff <laughs> and but i never forget i never forget that so sometimes having that lesson where someone just goes no don't do it that way you're gonna injure yourself or don't do it that way because it doesn't work and you're going down the wrong path it's important yes that doesn't mean that person want to put you down mm. put you down it's, they want to actually help help you know yeah some people they dislike you and they just want to tell you mean things it's actually to hurt you which is happened a lot but when it comes to you come to learn from me i'm ever 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 gonna say something that i mean to hurt you even that is a silly joke i don't ever have the intention to hurt you my students feeling never ever ever I don't, I don't have, a lot of people, you know, my wife sometimes asks, what's your favorite student? Man, I love them all. I love you guys all. I don't like Nick more than, more than I like David. <laughs> I don't like David more than I like Nick. You Nick know is very likable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should like him more. Yeah, you should. You, um, should. you know, I... No, it's not a thing I do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, if you stop to think about it, you know, it might be true. You, you spend some time with me. You know, I, I ever, ever, no, yeah, sometimes in the studio, you, you might get caught yourself, you know, more to one student yeah, yeah. because that student is catching your attention. You're like, oh my God, you really like that student, eh? Oh my God. It's not, it's, you know, the teacher's eyes is attracted by mistakes. You know, if, I mean, if the teacher's not coming too much to you, it's actually, it's not a bad sign. It's not that because the teacher just like you. No, it's because obviously someone else in the room that needs more the attention. That's an interesting way of looking at it because it's almost like you're, uh, when we go through life, we're basically on a form of journey. And I've always found teachers of any sort, whether that's my parents growing up um, or, or just people I've interacted with teachers over the years through schooling and all the rest of it. It's like they just push you in a certain direction. And I've always found that with a good teacher. They say, don't look here, just look over there. Keep going that way. And I think in, in, in workshops, like you said, if it's okay, yeah, yeah, they're okay in the corner doing their thing. I'll leave them to it. Whereas this person over here, is going to break their neck if I don't grab hold of them. So it's it, this is why I think it approaches life as well. And it, it can be very cliche and say handstands teach you this about life, but I genuinely think they do because it's just another form of lesson. It's another form of struggle. It's something that we can't do. And I started hand balancing because I could not do it. 
because I looked at someone and I tried it and I was horrendous. I was like, oh my God, get me, get me a teacher. And that's when I saw you. I was like, oh man, go and train with Miguel. And I was fortunate to train with um, Yuval a couple of times over the years as well. And um, it was it was an eye-opener because you guys were doing things on one arm and I was like, whoa, this is going to be a long, long journey. And even now I'm like, this is a long, long journey. <laughs> yeah, now it's not even, it doesn't matter the journey anymore. No. You know? it, no. It, it, because now you know that's strategic for you. It becomes a friendship. It mm-hmm. becomes a student. It becomes a family. It becomes a community. I don't know if you can call that family, community. It's just a thing that we attached. You find your teachers. I think when you know, you know. But like you said, when you give a few years to a to a coach or, or a few years within someone's method, the real stuff starts to come out. You start to go, okay, okay, this is now I'm seeing the good stuff. This is three, four years in. And I always work with the 10% rule. Say you're 30, and I've said this before in another podcast. If you're 30, give it three years. It sounds like a long time, but 10% of your life if you've had other habits, give 10% to someone and then work out and generally you'll know. And I, I, I mean, I did. Like I found the simplicity of the methods really resonate with me and that's what I enjoy. Let's see, man. I think that's all it's about. That's all it's about. You know, like even though my coach is not here with us anymore, he's still here, if that makes sense. He's here. He's right here in somewhere, you know. And that's what I want to, you know, it's when I say real, reliable, I think, you know, I want to be reliable, even though I can't be there the whole time for everyone, you know, so that was a great chat. That's awesome. Do you have any more questions, David? Yeah, last uh, two are daily habits, and I think think we're aware of most of them. Um, What are your daily habits or little routines that keep you on track and that sort of keep you focused? I mean, we know hand balancing's in there. Is there anything else you do that contributes to that? Daily habit. Okay, so I basically can just say for the last six months that I've been in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. um, I can tell you my diet, like my habits. <laughs> Wake up five minutes before I start my first online class. Teach 7.15 sometimes 6.15, so you teach twice before come. Don't have breakfast, get on the public transport. If it's in the train, depends. I like to take the bus. I, I'm a bus person, I'm not a train guy. Come straight to the studio, just in time to start another lesson. So I grab a coffee, a, not, not literally a coffee, a decaf drink or whatever, a drink with little pastry. Not that healthy. No, it's not at all. You're just running. You're on the go. I'm always walking, having my breakfast. The studio come up, come upstairs. The student's already here. Teach, 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 teach. Eat, come back. Teach, teach, teach. Train, teaching. Teach more. Go home, dead. Eat. Sometimes, not, not cooking much lately because it's just too tiring to cook because you have to go in the supermarket and no, you don't have time for that. So when you have a 7 a.m. day to 9 p.m. day and some days to 11 p.m. day, 12 p.m. a.m. day, it's not habit. My habit is handstand. Like, it's not handstand, it's, it's teach. 
Yeah, I was actually, I have to say, a habit I had for, I made a little on my days off, my days off was, I was going wake surfing. Nice. I did that for like two and a half months, every week, once, twice a week. And that was amazing, you know. Um, and I will carry on now. It's just the weather's getting chilly. I'm free alcohol at the moment. So I love a beer, but that's a habit that, that was another habit, drink a beer. Or a beer or two or three or four <laughs> most days to go. You know, that's the only time I was finding that I could relax. Because it's so busy. I'm, I'm, I'm the cleaner. I'm the secretary. I'm the manager. I'm the, I'm the teacher. I'm the everything. The organizer. I'm the planner. I'm the of the business. You know. So, man, you just never stop. You never yeah. stop. And the beer was, in the end of the day, was one habit that I had to calm me down. I would go home with a couple of beers in my head. Oh, I just want to have a nap on the bus because it's one hour ride every day each way. So that was habit. But now because I'm working something coming up soon, I decide I had a really big night a few weeks ago. And I was like, no, nah, this went way too far. I could not function on the next day. Um, we will <laughs> be I was like, oh my God, I have so much. <laughs> I have so much on. Okay, maybe it's time. So now it's been six weeks free alcohol three beers so i'm planning to do another another one and a half month and um, hopefully come back to wake surfing when the, the, the weather gets warmer and yeah i think you've highlighted some big things there miguel as well is that i think everyone can relate to this at some point whether they're a parent or whether they're just working long hours or working on a project there's always that short-term sacrifice for a longer-term gain. So sometimes you have to put the work in. Sometimes you have to do the commute. Sometimes you have to do 14-hour days. And I think, I mean, you've, you've maintaining your training during this time. And I think that's what's so credible from, from my perspective, that you still maintain the foundations. you still got your little routines, and they're also important. What principles would be at the top of the list to form the foundations of human health, or in other words, a human first approach. And it seems like having a routine seems a, uh, around training seems really good for you from your perspective. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very much a routine guy. Do the same thing every day. <laughs> I'm very much, I'm very much there. I like, I like to know what I know. Yes, I like to to try new things, but I'm not a very try new things kind of person myself. So yeah, all all comes into yes, a routine definitely would be the main the main thing. And and not just have that, but speak with that. Like yeah. you know, what's the point me say, oh make a routine and then two weeks later you can't keep up with the routine, you know? No. Keep up man. People come and go and I still hear. I'm still taking the boring handstand photos on Instagram. I'm keep, you know, holding my holds and, you know, sometimes having my beer. Oh, when I'm not talking too much, I'm because I'm working too much. Yeah, I, I like that. that. That's So so often when that question's posed, I know I partly answered it myself, routines are often mentioned, like the things that people do every day because that's what the question hints at. But if you zoom, if we zoomed out, in that perspective and said right pick attainable an attainable routine that you can do every day 
So it's, it's taking one step back and saying, do something that you can sustain. Because if you pick something that's too, too advanced, maybe, maybe you've got 10 hours of work. Be like, I'm going to do six hours handstands. Doesn't work, does it? It's too much. Yeah, that's what people do when they, they call the handstand condition. They pick one hole that they could do years ago and say, wow, that was a condition. <laughs> you know, they pick two minutes. and No, pick 30 seconds that you do every day to become a routine. How do I achieve the five minutes, six, seven minutes hold handstand? Because I picked two minutes. One of the students asked hey, Miguel, should I increase the time? No, you should not. You're not even six months from that time yet. Because I held long, long, a particular time before I increase it. So again, the routine. Take a routine that you actually can stick with. It. You know, easy. Start easy. You start with cool <laughs> awesome, awesome yeah. thank you so much thanks so much for your time um i'll put links to all of your work so everyone check out the show notes if you want to find out more about miguel and i'll update those as time goes on as well when future projects come out so they'll always be updated um, as you start to work on your future projects really appreciate your time and um yeah catch up soon for our call appreciate your time thank you so much david As always, thank you for joining us today and I hope this conversation has provided some benefit to whatever skill, art or practice you are currently working on. Check out Miguel's work via the links provided and I will see you on the next episode.